Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. I just realized as I went through that open, <laughs> you are going to get the treat of getting that twice. This is an, uh, an amendment I am appending to a prior recording. It is semi stunning to me how this is going to work out for better or worse. The, the topic du jour for this Mind Bullet Monday is foresight. Now this, <laughs> this is crazy. I just went through, listened to it. I recorded this three or four weeks ago. I like to keep topics, um, queued up in the event I need to slot something or travel or whatever. I have something backed up. To my knowledge, this has not come out. Now I'm going to go check. Yes, that would have been crazy. It, Of course it hasn't come out. And again, the topic is foresight. And there are various ways to come at this. The the appenditure here, um, my addition is going to be very short. Now... When you get into the actual episode, you will see it, (laughs) for lack of a better word, meanders from one direction to another. Foresight has so much application. Everything from planning your week to what to do at an event, going to meet people, whether it's speaking engagement. Foresight is an invaluable tool. The reason I talk about it here is I recognize multiple instances where it's either worked in my favor and I've used it or I've forgotten to use it and I was like, damn, what was I doing? So I thought it'd be a great reminder. It um, is probably longer than it needs to be, but again, it meanders in and out, and we talk about Megatrends, which is a book from the 80s. Speaking of foresight, I go through <clears throat> I go through my strength finders test because one of the strengths, air quotes, was futurist, and then I talk about some of the jobs and things I've done and some of the, the background there. But the reason I'm appending here is is shocking and comical and it's just so perfect. So at the front end of the show that you're going to hear, I talk about foresight and I talk about the rim to rim to rim Grand Canyon hike. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, press pause, go back to climbing Number one, or at least climbing number two. Climbing number one was last week. Climbing, well, climbing number one was two weeks ago. Climbing two 
was last week when I finished the Grand Canyon Rim to Rim to Rim Challenge. So I just have to share this story because in <laughs> in climbing too, I explained to you in great detail how at the very last second, and there was no foresight that was going to tell me this, I decided to run with a group of guys who wanted to get down the canyon and across as quickly as possible, beat the heat. And it was a gamble that really paid off in day one, not so much in day two when, because I didn't train with the running, I got some magnificent blisters and basically hobbled the last 12 miles, adding at least an hour and a half hour and a half to my time. Not that it was like some timed event or a race, but but I was keeping time. So to me, this is funny because I record this. I talk about the hike and how I'm patting myself on the back that I've done such a great job with foresight and planning for this rim to rim challenge. And I even <laughs> I even talk about blisters. But there's one thing <laughs> that's like a golden rule in all events, whether it's an Ironman or a marathon or even even this could be considered an event, and it is don't do something new or different. Don't eat something new. Don't wear something new that you haven't done in training. So when I trained, I trained with a pack that matched what I was going to wear I wore the same socks. I did the same prep with body glide, which is just this material to keep you from getting blisters and things. In any event, <laughs> the one thing I didn't do in my training, didn't foresee, was a group of people joining us that was going to want to run at, you know, the first 13 plus miles of each day. So, take it for what it's worth. The idea here is that the big idea is we just need to be using foresight more. And and it's a unique skill we have. It's a unique capacity, I should say, we have. We can We can take our mind out into the future. Here's a dumb example. Tomorrow or the next day, I'm, I'm having a lunch and then I'm meeting... My buddy's mom, she's in town, she's going to be on the beach. And until I went through a foresight exercise, did I realize, hey, I should put trunks in the car and a towel and a hat because I'm going to want to kick it on the beach and maybe have a beer. Sounds silly, but I'm coming from a business lunch and the last thing I would have is my trunks and a towel. Although I do think I keep a spare pair of trunks in the, in the trunk. Having said all that, you will see the various aspects, whether it's financial, whether it's your body, whether it's an obituary, using the power of regret. These are all foresight exercises. Foresight is, 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 it's a tweak on our imagination. And final, final thought in the rim to rim to rim challenge is the perfect example. 
no matter how well you plan, prepare, and practice, out of 10 possible things that will go wrong, chances are good you're going to cover nine of them if you do an excellent job. There's almost always going to be one thing going wrong. And that's the good news. Because what you don't want is six things going wrong or seven. So, so that's it. Knowing what you know now and know, knowing that this next part of this episode was recorded before the rim to rim, um, take it for what it's worth. It's, it's kind of comical to me because I did ultimately get the most insane blisters, but we did finish and we were really well prepared. Just sometimes a total screwball is going to be thrown your way. All right. Enjoy the episode. If you're looking for guidance on habits and goals, you're going to hear this again, but I'll just say it right now. Just go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates and you will get up to speed on how to use habit alignment and craft intentionally the good positive habits that will support your goals. All right, I'm out. Enjoy the episode and we'll catch you next Monday on the next MBM. See ya. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Today we have another epic MBM. The topic is <laughs> foresight. Foresight. And before we go there, yes, we're going to backtrack real quick. New listeners. You may be tuning in looking for guidance related to habits, habit alignment, intentional crafting of your habits. The best way to get up to speed is select your favorite search engine and just type PAR, P-A-R-R, and the habit factor. That stands for plan, act, record, and reassess. And as I'm saying this, I'm realizing the frequent listener, while I'm thanking them, I'm wondering if they're actually doing this. That is planning, acting, recording, and reassessing. So go ahead and search on that. You'll get up to speed. The podcast at the moment is between seasons, so we're keeping it alive with one episode a week. We call these MBMs, Mind Bullet Mondays, and today it is about foresight. And on one hand, <laughs> this seems super rudimentary. And on the other, I think it has potentially profound consequences. If it is used and used regularly, you might even, dare I say it, make it a habit. And Frankly, the occurrence to me was, why don't I do this more? Um, so I'll give you the, the impetus, the, the spark here we had. I had, it's kind of, like I said, you might even consider it simple or rudimentary or stupid even, but follow me here because it gets 
a bit more profound. Um, there were two occasions, but one is I had a fishing trip and going into the <laughs> fishing trip to plan. And it was a big weekend because my daughter had graduated. And so there wasn't a lot of brain power to plan for this trip. And to make matters more interesting, I had to pick her up from a graduation night. It was senior graduation celebration at 3 a.m. And then I had to be back on a boat at 7 a.m. So somewhere in between, I'm guessing, 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. may have happened before. I was just thinking through what I needed for this fishing trip. I hadn't been on a fishing trip in many, many years. And again, this is going to sound, dare I say, stupid, but just follow me here. So they sent us a nice little email for preparation. But I started just kind of laying there. I remember I was laying on my bed. I'm like, what am I going to wear? And then we're going to be on a boat for half a day. Like, and this was in their email for prep, sunscreen, a hat. So I realized I wanted my big sun hat, the one I got down in Cabo. But then I was thinking through, okay, fish, it's messy. There's going to be blood. What about the shoes? And then I'm like, well, you you have those old shoes. You can get bloody and messy or the the shirt. So I began to think it through. And then I was like, what do I need to bring in terms of food? And, and then I said, do I need cash? And again, I know this sounds pretty lame. <laughs> Just follow me. I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to have to, this was a company thing. I wanted to, after they take care of us, I wanted to make sure we tip them. So, I was like, hey, that was great. I So I had cash. I was able to tip them. Nothing came kind of up short, if you will. Well prepared, well planned, well prepared. See, we have this saying that hindsight is twenty twenty, and I guess the question is, if hindsight is twenty twenty, what <laughs> what is foresight? And this, trust me, this isn't just about a fishing trip, but I – Wanted to take the experiment further. So we have this rim-to-rim Grand Canyon hike. In all, it looks like it might be 50 miles. And I'm saying, what what do I need to do to train? And it's funny because there's actually a Facebook group. There's about 12 guys doing it. (laughs) This one guy, great guy. He keeps posting his cycling stats. You know, I bicycled another... 600 miles, and um, I certainly don't know him well enough. And finally, one of the other guys said, hey, buddy, there's not going to be any bikes in the Grand Canyon. In other words, train on your feet, do some running. So the exercise I went through was, and based on the feedback from the guys who did it and failed, air quotes, last year, um Stairs, Stairmaster. So I've just been grinding out miles on this thing. It's been brutal. But then 
you know, you get into what, what could go wrong. You may remember the episode. These are all mind exercises you can do. So we, we talked about the pre-mortem and this fits very well here. So the post-mortem, right? If you've ever heard of tombstone engineering, that's kind of the post-mortem. Somebody gets hit and killed in an intersection, and then they're like, oh, maybe we should put a stop sign here. Or somebody ODs on some medication, and then they're like, we should put a safety safety cap. That's, that is what they call tombstone engineering. And the exercise we went through on another episode, and I think it's an important one, is trying to predict, this is why it fits so well with foresight, what could go wrong. When I think about this hike, first thing is blisters. Uh, what's incredible to me, again, the guys air quotes that failed last year, all they're talking about <clears throat> is how they needed how they wish they had salt tablets, which if we were, and not we, I wasn't there, they were using some foresight, and a lot of these are experienced Ironman guys, it's it's the Grand Canyon, it's the desert, it's 100 plus degrees, it's a long, grueling hike, 25 plus miles, 4,005 or 6,000 plus elevation. The point is, a little foresight might have led them to salt tablets. So how does all this apply to us? Well, it's not just, oh, let me give you another example. I caught, caught myself unprepared. We're doing our graduation lunch and <laughs> it occurs to me at the lunch, we got all this family here, a lot of people. It's been a big celebration for my daughter, three days worth. And then I'm like, holy crap, I should probably be saying something. How did I not think of that ahead of time? I'm the guy that's always saying plan, prepare, practice. That is in the pre And here I am caught completely off guard. And so I got to take some time, scratch down some notes on the phone, go through it in my head. And the point is, had I just used a little foresight, I wouldn't have been scrambling at the last minute. So how can we use this going into events, whether it's a fishing trip, a hike, uh, some sort of celebration? But there's a much greater implication, which is why we're talking about it. In And... Again, it crosses over with much, we did an episode on regret, which was this, what happens, it's using regret as leverage. What happens when we get to a certain place in our life and we look back and we say, damn, I wish I did X. Well, foresight, in much the same way, we can... We can use, and this is why I think it's interesting too. It's like, it's slightly different than imagination. And it's like vision plus precognition. Because 
It's not total imagination where you're making everything up. You're using the information you have, the events, the information you have, and the events that may be coming up. So real information and then looking out into the future. So it's, it's a slight variation on imagination. Where am I going with this? Well, there's a few places to go. We can do this. It's called habits to goals. We can do this with our goals. Financial planning, foresight. Well, gee, I haven't been able to save at the end of the month. What's going to happen at the end of the month? I'm going to be left with no money. How about using some foresight? Saving at the beginning of the month, ideally automatically, So you don't have to worry about saving when there's nothing left. How about foresight looking out over the landscape in the in the financial slash stock world, financial markets? Like what industries whether it's robotics or nanotechnology or medical marijuana. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what, where foresight can lend tremendous value. But to use it for your life and your goals is something I believe we need to ought to make a habit. So I have a few other classic examples here. I was cleaning out a storage facility. Some of you are going to recognize this. There is a book. I will link to it. I don't I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine you're able to find. So this was printed in 82 and 84. It's called Mega Trends by John Nesbitt. Megatrends, a New York Times bestseller, 10 New Directions Transforming Our Lives in 84. So some of this is rather brilliant and spot on, and some of it is almost comical. Um, I'll start with something comical. Somewhere in the, the banking, it talked about I thought I had this all dog-eared here. Um, the death of the 30-year mortgage and how many banks were going to go away, which was true in a lot of mergers, but the death of the 30-year mortgage did not happen. There is a great, great piece on... Oh, there it is. With the death of the 30-year fixed-rate loan... So, but where's the computer part? Come on, baby. Come on, baby. This does not make for good radio. Come on. All right, here we go. In the computer age, again, this was 84, so computers were barely, like the Apple, the IBM, the first personal computers came out. 
So this was cutting-edge stuff. In the computer age, we were dealing with conceptual space connected by electronics rather than physical space connected by the motor car. Here's a quote. It is predicted electronics will replace automobiles as the most important industry in our economy. Again, 84. We will have to buy a home computer before buying a car. Or actually, he says, will we have to? Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple, has said, (laughs) we subscribe to the mode that everyone wants his own computer. If that sounds far-fetched, look at the shift that has already occurred. We used to buy cars for fun. Now we buy cars for good gas mileage and transportation and home computers for fun. We need cars now because we organized our society around them. 50 years ago when we, or was it Detroit, decided that the economy was going to build, be built on cars. Everyone from age 16 up wanted and needed one. So what I thought was funny about that, that's, there's a lot of obviously great accuracy there. Everybody has pretty much their own computer. If it is just their phone, they do talk about the mobile trend. What What is omitted here, and he was not able to see it, he says connected, but the entire internet, HTML, that was all yet to come. So Tim Berners-Lee, I believe it was, who did uh, invented HTML and the World Wide Web, that obviously took great foresight. What about... Looking out, I don't know, five years ago and seeing the incredible growth of stores like Trader Joe, Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. And then of course Amazon recently acquired Whole Foods. So there's some foresight there. I actually, I'll throw this out there. I don't know. I mean, enterprise rental car is a private company, which I didn't know, but I'm seeing Amazon use them at least exclusively in my city, San Diego. And I wonder if they might be, (laughs) I have no inside information. I don't even have Amazon stock. So what's funny is it wouldn't surprise me because delivery is, is a real challenge for them to solve if they were to acquire enterprise. Now that is just a foresight exercise. So what else do I have for you? Hang on. Got to check my notes. Yeah, we talked about stair climbing, good, budgeting, money, nanotechnology. So This is part of it too. So, and I've talked about this. I, I, a few years back did the strength finders. Uh, the, there, first of all, it's a book and then they categorize people and then 
it's kind of an online test. And while it might be a little hokey, I think there's some validity to it. And certainly a lot of companies have jumped on board and they distribute it to their, to their employees. And then the idea of the book is to match complementary strengths. In any event, I went ahead and did the test. It was pretty comprehensive. Um, it was at least a hundred questions or more. The, the results. So you get five and they're in a hierarchy. <laughs> it's kind of funny as I think about the, so the first was strategy and uh, why I'm laughing is the last couple episodes, depending on where this comes out, I, I've talked a great deal about strategy and chess and we did chess one and we did chess two. So strategy and then relator. And I've talked a great deal about relationships and smooth handle and happiness and this Harvard study and how critical it is to have effective relationships. So strategic, relator, achiever is my third, according to this test, which is funny to me because this is habits to goals and the importance of setting goals was lost on me early on in my life. And now I like to say goals are not optional. And and frankly, I, I would align with Tony's point that everybody has goals. Many are just impotent (laughs) because if they're not big, exciting goals, I mean, some people just want their goal is to get through the day, get through the month. That's a goal. It's not a very good goal. So anyways, strategy, relator, achiever. And the whole reason I'm bringing this up, my fourth fits this episode. It is what is it? Futurist. And I have this history. My first company, my first entrepreneurial venture with my partners slash investors was a kid's computer camp. This was in 94. It was crazy. And it was probably almost 10 years ahead of its time. And then we had another company, a telecommuting company, way ahead of its time. And then the app at this point, the first Habits and Goals app, it's 10 years old at this point. And now there are dozens and dozens of such trackers. Of course, not as good. They don't understand the PAR process and they don't have habit alignment. But the point is, Futurist was one of my, um, I guess they're calling them strengths here. So, strategic, relator, achiever, futurist, and the last one, which is probably in the right, the right hole here, the fifth slot, is positivity. And I just think it is probably close to impossible to be an entrepreneur without having some sort of slight hint of positivity. So that's it. Again, I bring that up because it fits well. Futurist, the ability to look forward 
out at the landscape. I mean, honestly, with Creative Kids, it was like, hey, kids are our future. Computers are our future. What happens if you put them together in a camp? And after school, these kids are learning how to do stuff like build web pages and how to type. And they're having fun because fun was like our number one value. So it was super, super fantastic. The, the challenge with that was we were two years in and we were in a location that was more business district than um, it was like a commercial park and there weren't a lot of homes around. And anyways, we, we started a second business, which was consulting, and we were making more money consulting than we were teaching kids. And then even though we were teaching kids and adults and parents, um, it was important to me. My partners were like, look, we gave it, gave it two years. It's time to just focus exclusively on consulting. So we all were, were extremely rewarded from the experience teaching kids, but, but we had started the business probably more than anything to get a return on their investment. So creative kids went away after two years. I had some campers all two years. They meaning they signed up month after month after month. So, and some of you heard my interview with go back and find Reese Peluso because while he was 13 in the camp, he's 30 ish plus and married and we interviewed him. All right. So foresight. How are you going to use it to improve your life in certain areas? I mean, we always have the four basic ones. Mind, body, social, spiritual. What can you do with the foresight? I mean, it's as simple as what, what book should I be reading or what, what am I interested in? What topic would be great to know about in the future? Again, maybe it's nanotechnology, body. What, what do I want my body to look like, so to speak? What kind of health? So foresight is an incredible tool and Frankly, I think it's a very unique tool and it allows us, it's this hybrid again between, between, it's like vision, imagination, and precognition. So that's it. Make it a habit. Add some <laughs> foresight to your day, to your events, to your week. I think that's that is actually a habit. Going into each week on Sunday, spending time, what has to get done, how can I integrate certain events and things. So use foresight to make your life better and easier and more efficient. Foresight. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. We'll see you next Monday. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. 
If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. And with that, I will see you on the next Mind Bullet Monday. I'm out.